Hi, I'm Jason Inman. And I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson. And you're listening to the Engage Podcast. Make it so. Incoming transmission. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Engage Podcast. I'm Phil. I'm Jamie. And I'm Simon. And today we are joined by two special guests who have the honour of being our second time of guests almost a year ago, or so ago. Uh, they are the Red Shirt Diaries, uh, Ashley and Jason. Not Hello. Huzzah. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for having us back. You're welcome, as ever. Absolute, absolute privilege. And so, you say that now. Don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all right. We're not a privilege. <laughs> uh, well, you were a pleasure last year when we spoke to you. <laughs> so, in a way, it is a privilege. But we've been really looking forward to getting you guys back on. And, um, I mean, we're just seeing how Red Shirt Diaries has grown and grown and grown from this sort of little acorn to this this massive huge tree that I just want to look in front of me and I'm just really enjoying it I mean having the back the behind the scenes stuff as well as the this the series is just just brilliant so yeah hats off to you guys it, I'm enjoying it so and um, it's fantastic yeah. you guys got a season two as well I've, I've been watching through them last week all of the episodes and I've really really enjoyed it so I just want to say thank you guys for providing such just enjoyable entertainment really thanks so thank you that's so nice yeah. <laughs> I made. I've already, I've made sure I'm going to tune in every Monday now to 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 watch. So we well, haven't even seen the good stuff yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you keep you keep um, sort of teetering and and giving us little hints. Is, is that going to be something that you're going to continuously do? <laughs> well, I have 20 weeks of retro diaries to keep going through. So yes, <laughs> yes. Plenty of backlog to get through then. <laughs> yep. Well, there's so much, not even just from the little snippets you've given us, but even even in the episodes we've already watched, uh, for example, firing the uh, the phasers. You know, I'm just I'm thinking, hmm, where's that going? What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, there is there is a, a literal Chekhov's gun in every episode. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nice to know people who can do special effects, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that oddly enough leads me into my first, more so question, but just, well, I suppose it's not a question, but it's just hats off to you. I'm just amazed with the, the CGI. It really is good. I'm just, it, was that done by just a friend of yours or, or, or have you stolen that from somewhere? What is this we, um, no, it's, it's, it's done. It's ours. It's done by a friend of ours. Um, it's uh, Joel Gerlach and Cobalt Cox from Studio 229. And um, they were friends of mine. I worked with Joel on another project. And he literally emailed me in March of this year and was like, what do you need for special effects? And I was like, um, I need some phaser shots. I Oh, he actually doesn't do the phaser shots. It's interesting. Somebody else does the phaser shots. But I was like, I need planet shots. I, I need... The I, Enterprise. Yeah, and I was like, and if we can cross our fingers, can we go inside her window? Because I'd love to be the first, that, to be that the first shot of her new quarters. And he was like, yes, we can totally do all that stuff. That and was a, knocked it out of the park. Absolutely amazing way to start the new season. I really I say, it's, it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. So well, just remember you, how yeah. amazing that is in the final episode. You kind of recall that. Yeah, true, true. It kind, it kind of gives you that sort of, it gives you that idea of where she is on the ship and it also just transports you into the world of Red Shirt Diaries, which... You know, it gives that effect even just even better. It just makes it yeah. so good. And I've got, I've got to say, guys, when you did um, the menagerie like part two, when you intercut the sort of the footage from the episode with Ensign Williams watching, I thought that was really cleverly done as well. So I want to say hats off to that as well because I thought that was beautifully done. 
Well, Jason was really, really in love with the idea of doing a clip show. I wanted a clip show. So, <laughs> so, so now we have a clip show. <laughs> I thought it would be funny to start off the new season, the second episode, with a clip show. Like we're already going back and being like, just watch all the old shit. <laughs> yeah, you've got to <laughs> have, you got to have a clip show, haven't you? But I really thought you there was there was going to be some guy that walks on and goes, "Hi, I'm Troy McClure," and <laughs> you remember me from such clips. <laughs> It would have been Jason, he does all the voices. <laughs> I was thinking, as you said, I was actually just thinking that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, did, you, did you have arguments about choosing which, which ones you wanted to do, or was it very obvious, just in motion, or what, what, what sort of um, made you choose those clips? Um, I think it was whatever, the... whatever Jason wanted it was is res... what we did. It was, no, no, it was in the script. <laughs> it was in the script. It was but, in the script, but, what, what moments we chose. Did you but a lot of those... The, They'd all been decided on beforehand, but I think... Yeah, yeah, we decided in the writer's meeting, like, what yeah. clips we were going to yeah. go to. It was pretty easy, because we basically just picked all the best moments. Of season one, so... yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was a shame the um, the sock monster didn't come in on those clips, though. Oh, Gertrude. Gertrude. Oh, Gertrude? Yeah, well, we yeah wanted... Gertrude, yeah. We only wanted Gertrude in a couple episodes because she's a, she's a pain to have to do. Because <laughs> Jason has to lie on the floor and... Not see what I'm doing. And direct <laughs> at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, not so, comfortable. Yeah, I was going to say, she's, it's um, very uncomfortable. Episode 16, is yeah, she? Yeah, she just popped yes, up yeah. at the end of the most just recent episode. Yes, that's it. Yes, true. I'm sitting there thinking, um, oh, she's somewhere. She's somewhere. Please remember. But um, Gertrude is something, it's interesting. Like, when we had the initial writers' meetings for season two. Oh, my God. <laughs> everybody wanted to do an episode with Gertrude. And food cubes. And food cubes. And we were like, well, okay, we got a chance to do a season two. Let's not do the exact same thing we just did. <laughs> let's let's try different stuff. So I, I hate to disappoint, but Gertrude only appears three times yeah. in, in the new oh. season. Um, because to you me, don't want to kill it. You want to keep it fresh. Without, exactly. Like without just, abusing. Otherwise, we've got oh, here it yeah, is again. Well, Gertrude is never going to get funnier than her first appearance with her, yeah. with her, with where like you know all the the feeding sequence. To me, she can never get funnier than that. Oh, and that. we've already shown you that. And if you want more Gertrude, go watch that episode again. Mean... <laughs> yeah, we want more views. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean Gertrude's career is on a downward spiral then? Uh, I think Gertrude's probably peaked. I think Gertrude's uh, <laughs> career is no. That actually says that she's got other projects. And she doesn't have time for us. Oh, I need her Asian. <laughs> she can have her own show. It could be like yeah. Red Shirt Diaries, like extended. It could be like the Pink Petal Diaries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think Gertrude should get her own Facebook page. <laughs> then we'd have to run it. <laughs> You could you could have like you could have like a triple joiner, another another like Star Trek pets or something like Porthos or something like that. I don't know. We do have a clip with a bunch of um triples that might. Not oh. ever get released. No, it will. I gotta do that. <laughs> or oh, or she... might someday get released. I completely forgot about that. I know. I remember. <laughs> I remember that we have that like every month or so, and I'm like, oh yeah, we shot that. I'll chat for that one then. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta remind me of these things, producer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, producer. <laughs> you could always send you know a quick quick link to our website, and then you know people can just look at it through there. You know. That's that we can just use a platform for it. Oh, we don't mind, you know. Exactly. Just try to help out. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. 
Well, what I really wanted to talk about was, I, I know obviously you, you're going through each and every one um, of the the original series, but do we do we have sort of, uh, is, is it going to just continuously go on from here? Do we know what the, the, the future holds for, for Red Shirt Diaries as we mm, talked about bit, season three? Or? It's a bit uncertain in that area, isn't it? Because I've heard other interviews where, depending on how season two goes, if I'm right in saying, so if season two goes really well, there might be a third one. Yeah, because you guys want to do try and do all seventy nine episodes, don't you? If you can, if we can, if it, if it's viable, because it yeah. it takes and season two, I mean, Jason can speak to this more than I can. Uh, takes a a lot more of our time. Yeah. So a typical episode of Retro Diary season two takes double the time season one took. Oh, wow. uh, okay. Like it, it's double the time, like in terms of filming, editing, and everything. So CGI. Yes, and, say, and everything. So, so it's it's. You know, we 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 originally thought we were want to do season two. We were like, well, okay, we did ten the first season. Let's double it. Let's do twenty. Yeah, that'll be fine. You know, that'll be fine. <laughs> and and to be honest with you, it was probably a little much. We probably should have just done fifteen. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, because to be honest, with you, I'm the work. Yeah, it, it tripled the work in every aspect. Um, I think the episodes show it. Like, I think that's there's a difference. But, um, you know, with a full time job, yeah, you know, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> and particularly if you guys just said you you shot on the TOS bridge set, and you've had to, obviously you've had to travel as well to do that. So yes, yes, we did, and we I mean we had to travel to shoot at Arena Rock. It wasn't nearly as far, but. When you have to factor that in, like that's your that's your entire day, as opposed to when we're shooting on our set, we can knock out five or yeah. six episodes and in a day. You know, that's a big difference. So mm. we'll probably know like three quarters of the way through this season whether or not we're gonna move forward with it or not. But it's gonna if if people want more retro diaries, like and share, like and share, like and share. <laughs> Watch so, it over and over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing because yeah, if like if we see that there's a hunger for it, like then it's like, of course, yeah, we'll do another one. Um, but that being said, I will say that our final episode of this season, which will actually be a mock time. Um, and we'll air in January. And we'll air in January <laughs> the last week of January twenty sixteen. Um has a conclusion. Oh. It has a conclusion Ooh. and and it has an opening. It has a, it has a way to continue the series. It's a season. It's a perfect season finale. Yeah, because I was say because if you're not too sure about whether you whether you can continue or not, it's a good way exactly to exactly yeah. like. Um, but there's there's options to continue with Ensign Williams. There's options to continue with other, without Ensign Williams. There's I will say Ooh. and I've been saying this in a lot of places. Ensign Williams gets a conclusion. I leave it to you to determine what that conclusion is, but I will say I will say this: there is a new red shirt that's introduced in the final episode. So let your mind wander around that. <laughs> I was actually one thing I actually wanted to say: Will Ensign Williams and Doctor McCoy ever get together? You will see them share a scene together. You will get to see the face of Doctor McCoy this season. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's that's a little bit of a a. a um go against the grain isn't it because i suppose in, if, in every episode i mean if, if, well, i suppose in the second episode where we do no not second is it where you're playing someone who uh, jason you're playing someone who's repairing the and then you see guy. your face right at the end it's kind mm -hmm. of um going we, against the rule of not showing the face we have some more faces well not, this season yeah, yeah. because we have we have more space to do that with but also the reason that we 
one of the reasons that we did the no the no faces in season one was also because we were doubling up on some roles. Well, it was also too. We felt that no matter who we cast as Spock, Kirk, or McCoy, you would you would always compare it to DeForest Kelly, William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, sure. and especially since Leonard just passed away. I never want to see Spock's face on our show. And I never want to see Kirk's face on our show. You ever, leave it to the person's imagination. Exactly. So that they see enough. their face instead of mm. going, yeah, oh, that's not Nimoy. Yeah. This, I'm not watching that. always see the body done. Exactly, exactly. Like, so for us, those three were always the ones, like, th- that was our only rule. Everybody else, it didn't matter if you see a face, like, because I'm just Fix-It guy. And the reason why I show up this season, and I'm in multiple episodes as Fix-It guy, <laughs> is because a lot of people were like, this is on your channel. Where the hell are you in this? So. And Jason was like, I literally play everyone. What the <laughs> oh, hell is oh, your problem? And nobody got it. <laughs> <talks. laughs> um, but we, we broke the rule for our McCoy. and Because we haven't revealed who plays our McCoy yet. <laughs> it's out there on the internet if you look for it. Um, I know. But uh, we're still trying to do a big reveal on it. But um, we, we cast, I think, the perfect McCoy. And he it's is somebody... Who is in other Star Trek fan productions? Um, we also got an actual Asian person to play Sulu, so that was a big plus. <laughs> yeah, so it's like stuff, so, 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 so stuff like that. It was like, okay, we need to show McCoy's face so he can be in an episode. We need to show Sulu's face so he can be in an episode. And talking of guest stars, you also had um, Harold Rodnick um, on the last one on um, Squire Gophos as well. Yes. Yeah. He's amazing and makes me feel like a bad actor. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching the episode Squire of Gothos when we were writing it. And I literally like in the middle of the episode was like how Rudnick would be the perfect. uh, uh, um, Trelane. Trelane. He would be so amazing. And he was amazing. He was great. He knocked out of the park. Um, brought so much energy, it was crazy. But he looks so much like Trelane. It's crazy. <laughs> He's got the right character for the for the part, I think. Just kind of suits him right down to the ground. Yes. Well, I think Jason. Um, I don't know how much you want to share about it, but gave him a really, really good, like, uh, vague description of the character. I told him to be a prissy French general. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Hal was like, "Great, I can totally do that." <laughs> Well, to which Hal's response, I think, exactly on set was like, oh, so my head's up my ass. Got it, I can play that. <laughs> yeah, because obviously when, when you're looking, obviously, for, for for someone to play a part, you're always looking for the sort of, the, you know, this, there's a certain presence they've got to have, haven't they? And in terms of sort of, uh, they look roughly like that character and just sort of how they how they sort of inhabit it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I think it's more spirit than it is physicality because Mm. our Scotty that we cast this season doesn't doesn't look like James Doohan. Like he's so good though, but he's so good as Scotty, and he has like the right temperament and stuff like that. That I was willing to just like for like it doesn't matter that he doesn't look like James Doohan. Like he can play Scotty, and he's actually from across the pond. And he's actually English. That's nice. (laughs) Say English, Scottish, one of the two. (laughs) Doesn't matter which. Well, his Scottish is closer to actual Scottish than James Doohan's was. (laughs) I mean that with all the love and respect, but it's it's, it's true. He's Um, definitely more Glaswegian than uh, than TOS Scottish. And I was able to feed him a haggis joke, so it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. So, in terms of the, the next couple of episodes... Can you uh, give us a little snippets as obviously because we're up to sixteen now, which is uh, Galileo. 
Yeah. Uh, we have Arena coming up, which is our first our first landing party mission. And the, mm-hmm. the first time you see us go off set for more than a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the episode that I was looking forward to filming the most. And um, It was the last one we filmed. The last one we filmed. It was the hardest one to film, in my opinion. Well, maybe not, but it was it was difficult. Uh, but it looks really cool, so I hope that I hope that everyone thinks it's as cool as I do. And and for all the cinematography nerds out there, you may look at it and you may be like, ah, it doesn't look as good. But I just want you to know that my friend Gene Shaw, who's amazing at color correction, used a program and he did research on the exact film stock that they used to shoot Arena and the exact camera, <laughs> and he applied those settings to our shots. Wow, that's incredible. We have a great uh, behind the scenes video with that as well because we were we were out at Vasquez and they they shot more than one episode out there. So we go to a couple different uh, star- TOS shooting locations, which is I think is really cool. I don't know what happens after Arena. What episodes after Arena? <laughs> uh, after Arena is tomorrow is yesterday. Oh, that might actually be my favorite one that I've seen finished so far. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's Actually, just the best say, I like them all. I think at this rate, right? just go, yeah. I like them all. I like them all. That's the thing about TOS season one. It, it was just a brilliant season. So, you know. I've got to say that going back from our conversation from last year, I love the way that in um, the Conscience of the King, there's like references to um, like um, Klingon Hamlet and things. I thought that was quite a nice thing. Just kind of, you know, this season we have references to every Star Trek show, every one. And I think so far there has been a reference to everyone. Yes, but the Klingon Hamlet was r- except for really Voyager. Hard. I don't think there's a Voyager reference. No, yet. there is the Delta Quadrant. Oh, okay, Voyager. yeah. So, so so far we've referenced every t- uh, every Star Trek oh, series. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you for Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's been rewatching a bunch of Voyager episodes <laughs> recently. <Have you>? so. <laughs> yeah, I, I started rewatching. I got to sort of near the end of season two, and then I sort of stopped for now. So, but I will go back to it at some point. That's where so I would have stopped. <laughs> so talk talk to me about Macbeth if I can say that word. You can say it. Uh, we can all say it, Macbeth. Jason kept kept the saying it on, play. on on set, and it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> did you um? Did, was it was it a struggle learning Klingon Shakespeare, or did that come naturally? It was a reference, isn't that a thing? That's all. I'm... I wrote it on the pad, so I didn't learn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean getting getting your tongue around the, 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 the phrase. to the clip, right? Yeah, we 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 had it written out, and that's great. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not someone who has spent time learning Klingon, so I'm not super familiar with the way. Like, how dare you? I know, I know, <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm not super familiar with like the way necessary like the, the the vowels and the consonants work. So I did a lot of listening to it as well and just trying to mock it up as best as possible. <laughs> it was it was difficult. <laughs> and Sir Williams, you must learn Klingon. To be fair, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I can't do it. I just yeah, I struggle big time. I I I mean, just trying to learn Klingon just. Oh. I I saw some people speaking Klingon to each other at Star Trek Las Vegas, and I really admire that. Yeah, because I bet it's, it's a lot of dedication. But it was it was it. it's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, I just go why. No, so you can do that Simon Pegg moment with Paul. Yeah. Right. No, maybe no. On my own with that one. <laughs> the 
Yeah, need to clean we, uh, up. we actually have a friend who's who worked on season two with us who appears in Tomorrow is Yesterday and did some voice work who was was in Paul. He was the sword vendor at the Comic-Con. All right. So speaking of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As in the name, because <laughs> there's a lot of Pauls. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh. actually know much Klingon myself. All the, word, the only words I know is patah and kapla. Yeah, those, those are really the most important ones. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. gacht. And gacht, yeah. And, and honor, it. and that you are without it. <laughs> I tend to get it confused. Boshenko. Mine is Ragnar My favorite Klingon <laughs> word is Roshenko. Roshenko. As in like Alexander Roshenko. That's a Russian word. I don't care. It's Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the, my, my favourite Russian word is, is a name for a sprinter. So I, I go Zumanov, but there we go. <laughs> I thought that was good. I needed my little symbols. But I'm... No, thank you. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, Phil. <laughs> no, okay, fine, fine. No, good, good. So who played the hands then? Who... Um, who, who 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 was getting a little bit steamy and close? <laughs> the Orion slave girl. That yes. is uh, that is our first AD and very good friend Jordan Keeble. She's uh, an amazing human being who didn't mind sitting underneath my chair um, <laughs> and being very close to me. We were originally um, the uh, the guy who wrote the script. Uh, Chris Bramante, he really wanted to have an actual Orion slave girl. <laughs> but we were like, okay, well, we'll do the arms uh, because that was a lot less work. But I think the joke is still really funny. I think it still works. I actually think it's funnier because we limited it to hands. Yeah. And then we let her keep the gloves after. <laughs> I think it's so she owns those in her real life well. now. And uh, toward the end of the season, you will actually see Jordan's face. So... She plays multiple parts. We 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 had a lot of people who weren't actors playing multiple parts this season. But you, when you say parts, you just mean body, yeah? <laughs> just body parts popping out every now and again. Uh, I think the next time you see her, you get to see her whole body. So oh, say... they're, they're made up of parts. Say... <laughs> <laughs> no head <laughs> or just body. Uh, no, you see you see her head. <laughs> she's she's an original character, so she gets a facey. <laughs> But she's, so name. she has a name as opposed to having a surname. She does have a name. She has a she has a first name. Good. Good. To a name Which means she's not going to die. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what can you tell us about Ensign um, uh, Williams' character development? Because say you find out more about her family and her names and stuff. Yeah, because her, her sister came on in Constance the King, didn't she? Yes, and she will come back uh, toward the end of the season. We've heard from Admiral Williams. We've heard from my dad, and yes, we'll yeah. hear from my mom. She gets one line, and it's voiced by my actual mother, so that, that <laughs> meant a lot to me. Oh, that's cool. Um, Did she actually know what was going on or not? I don't even think she, like, knows who. <laughs> who she didn't watch the show? I don't think so. Either. No, she's watched the show because she was really concerned about if I was actually naked in the naked time <laughs> opening. I knew that. I knew she that was going to I email her the link and she watches them every Monday. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dedication. Um, but I don't, I don't think my mom, like, knows who Dr. McCoy is. And it's not like she has to interact with him or anything, but, like, no, she probably didn't really know what, what was going on, but uh, it was cool <laughs> to be able to include her. Um, but I think what you learn about Ensign Williams is that she's uh, not very nice. 
Like, she's got a really bad relationship with her father. Um, and she's got kind Yeoman of... Rand as well. Yeah, Yeoman Rand as well. <laughs> she's got... um. She Here's the thing about, about Williams, right? Like, nobody likes her. Because <laughs> she's not very good at her job. And she's kind of awkward and weird. Um, but I think that over the course of this season, you get to see her developing more relationships and you really see her come into her own and accomplish things and, and, and be good at things. And you kind of understand like why this person might be suited for this job after all. And I think that one of the first ways that you ease into that is probably through seeing like, she really likes her sister. They get along well, even though they have this rivalry. Um, and you'll see some interesting things happening with Rand over the course of the season as well that I think opens up both Ensign Williams and and our version of Yeoman Rand as well. And let me just tease you this. Captain Kirk and Ensign Williams get to share a very important scene towards the end. Ooh, I'm guessing that's uh, <laughs> where you're sitting on the captain's chair. Guess. Uh, Is that to do with her um, progression or something? Why she, where, the conclusion? Uh, it does have something to do with the conclusion, actually. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were talking about maybe one of Kirk's other appearances at first. Oh, I don't know. I, Kirk appears in so many episodes. I know. He does. <laughs> well, you mean the bubble bath? Yeah. Bring Spock. <laughs> we see just about, uh, when we get to um, when we get to City on the Edge, we see like almost everyone from the entire season in that one episode. There's so many guest stars in that episode. That's how you fit in the uh, the quarters. Ah, they might not be on the quarters. They might be on the bridge. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe maybe when if it's Williams is sitting in that chair, maybe it's a case of just to take over the ship in an emergency, like the captain's incapacitated. There is, there is a good reason for Ensign Williams to be in the captain's chair. We didn't just... We had the opportunity to shoot at Starbase Studios. They were incredibly gracious. Um, we didn't just shove me on the bridge for the sake of it. Because that wouldn't make sense. Um, and that's something that we worked really hard at finding, like an in continuity, in TOS continuity reason why I could conceivably be anywhere near the bridge with nobody else there. So rather than just a random, oh, please, Ensign, take this file, take this cup of coffee, or take this file to Captain Kirk, and then you go on the bridge, you've actually yeah, nestled it in nicely. Um, Ensign Williams, when she gets on the bridge, flies the ship. Oh. So you, you're talking about like liking that CGI? Well, you're going to get to see a couple more CGI shots. <laughs> you're going to get a real good sense of her skill level as a pilot. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Which I think lends credence to my incapacitation theory of the, the crew or something. But hey, <laughs> find out I'm, soon I'm, enough. I'm guessing this is There's... where it links up with firing the phaser as well. Uh, yes. Yeah, that 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 is a little uh, sneak peek at the episode where she gets on the bridge. Yeah. And there's that's coming up in the next... Is it before the end of the year? The next couple, next six, seven weeks or so? Yeah, I think that Depending one, on when you're listening to this episode, I think you future see that, people. I think you see that one in December. <laughs> there you go. Towards the end of the year, you'll get to see you'll see how all that magic happens. Oh, I think I know what episode that might be then. So, I love like, the way Simon's brain is already con- 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 you know, mathematically working it out, going... A bit of help from... I know this one. Bit of help from Trekcore, but yes, I, I think I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, "Oh, I knew straight away." I'll, I'll, no, I'll tell you what, Simon. If you if you can guess it right now, I first will, try. I will first try. I will give you a yes if it's right. Errand oh. of mercy. No. Am so I close? close though. <laughs> oh. 
Simon. <laughs> now I can't remember. I, I know. I, I don't want to give that one away either. Hang on. <laughs> I'm still looking at it. So you might go oh, kind of. Is it this one? <laughs> Simon's like. I mean, you know, Simon's going back to. Simon's going back to the 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 the, the, the golem. Give me free guesses. You know, that, that, I think that's only fair. <laughs> I'm precious. <laughs> Um, just briefly going back, this is something I promised my wife I would ask. Um, briefly going back to um, Ensign Williams' sister, it's something that she picked up on. Is that actually your sister? Ah, I think that's so funny. I love it. Everybody uh, asked that. No, that is a friend of mine named Tybee Diskin, and we used to work at Loot Crate together um, packing boxes. And everyone thought we were sisters. Tybee is um, an ethnically Jewish person from Florida, and I am an ethnically, religiously, familiarly Catholic person from Canada. So, like, we couldn't be less actually related to each other. <laughs> but everybody okay. always, everyone always thought that we looked alike, and people would be like, hey, are you guys sisters? And we'd be like, no. And they'd be like, but you really look like sisters. And we're like, fine, like, we're sisters, whatever. <laughs> and then we had a joke. We did joke for a long time that we would make her my sister on Renter Diaries, and then we did, and she's really pale. <laughs> Compared, yes. I've got to be honest, when I did actually watch it, I didn't actually think that. Like, it didn't cross my mind. And when Phil sort of brought it up, because you, you told me, didn't you, Phil? I thought, well, that's interesting. Mm. Oh. So. Well, it's, it was, like I say, it was my wife Sam that said it, and yeah. ever since then I'm like, she's right, you know, they've got to be, they just look exactly. <laughs> so, I'm, well, then I'm, we did our job, right? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's I suppose the long that's the nose, that's the, that's the, <laughs> and the short actor. hair. Yeah, I suppose. Phil. Same colour as well. It's almost exact identical. Phil, did you mm -hmm. force us to watch it or something? No, no, she was watching it with me. She enjoyed it. <laughs> You gotta remember, she she grew up with um, the original series and uh, Next Gen because of uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. I'm just surprised also, that's we, all. We, we hope that there's something there to watch, even if you're not, even if someone is not like a you know a diehard TOS fan. I can quote every episode. Like we hope that there's enough there that it's funny on its own merits. Yeah, and it's just it's better if you know the context, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking with someone who doesn't know all of the original series inside out, there, there's your there's your answer. I'm the epitome of that person. I like Star Trek. I don't know all of the ins and outs of it, but I really enjoyed it. You know, again for its value and, and it's just funny. It's just it's funny. Has it sort of for you, Phil? Maybe made it more seem like more watchable than you previously thought. Well, it's certainly. Um, I, I can say that. By watching Red Shirt Diaries, I've watched the original series. So rather than sit there for two hours trying to watch each episode, I can quickly get a bite size from um, Red Shirts. And hey, I can now say I've now watched all the original series. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very cheeky way of getting mad at Phil. We'll have to sit you down at some point. That can be arranged, Phil. Along oh, with no. like, all the films and things. Just, and... just, just. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do. I'll make a pact you. Yeah. I'll do that if you don't force me to watch uh, Star Trek Two. Like yeah, you gotta watch. Yes, Phil, yeah, this person that's, who's never that's seen a good the. Good way getting lots of mail going. I'm not watching two. Because well, two's one of the best ones. Yes. Wouldn't you agree, guys? For sure. If I if I can watch Back to the Future, the film, you can watch Star Trek Two, Rifle Card. Oh, don't bring that up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I 
This, if you believe this, Jason and Ashley, I don't know where, how this this happened, but Jamie has only just in the last two weeks watched Back to the Future. And didn't know I what only it was. saw it earlier this year. Yay! <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> They're spawning from everywhere. <laughs> The main thing is, but I saw it. At least I knew of its existence, which it would have been even worse if I hadn't. Yeah, that would have been even worse <laughs> if I hadn't knew of its existence. And I enjoyed it, which if I hadn't, I probably would have got shot. Yes, you, you would have been get, shot. You should get shot for not watch, watching it sooner. But hey, yeah. Mind. <laughs> right, so another another question for Ashley. Um, I have answers. You have answers. <laughs> I know you're quite big on your bats at the moment. From, uh, from what I see on your Facebook. However, where did foxes come from? Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for this. Well, I like foxes are my favorite animals. <laughs> um, and actually, I get all my best fox pictures are from like the National Fox Welfare uh, Commission out of Great Britain. So they're actually all of your foxes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> I like foxes because they're like they're sneaky, right? So they're like super cute. But they might take all of your shit. And eat your chickens. <laughs> yeah. There's a really great video of this fox that's killed a pigeon, <laughs> and then he's, like, laughing about it. I don't know what more an animal could aspire to than that. Yeah, it's a link to that. Have you heard of... Um, um, and Jason of... wrote me a joke in Menagerie Menage- Part 2. Yeah, yeah, to be like, oh, I'd, love a, I'd love a fantasy where I'm surrounded by foxes. And I was like, oh, but I would. I'm glad I now know, know the origin, because I was sitting there thinking... I know, I know she likes bats. All I ever see on Facebook is bat, 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 bat. <laughs> something to do with Jason, bats. Something to do with Jason, bats, 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 bats. But foxes, I hadn't, hadn't seen them before. So, but what were you saying, that's... Sarge, just then? I missed that. Well, that's, that's another good, good excuse to come over the other side of the water, first of all. And I think you'd like um, Basil Brush, I think. I think you'd like Basil Brush. You probably mm. have no idea who I'm on about, but hey. Basil Brush is like a puppet from over here. We're off looking up if you like, like, uh, like Sesame Street, but a um, bit more topical. But British. <laughs> <laughs> so no singing? He makes jokes. And he oh, has a catchphrase, right which is ha, 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 boom, boom. Oh, my God, I've forgotten about it. Just, like, just... <laughs> boom, boom. That's better. That's better. <laughs> that, can go in po- um, that can go next year as well, I think. That'd, that'd be good. I'm going to make you extremely jealous now because for when I lived around my mother and father-in-laws, we used to have a fox family living at the bottom of the garden. So every <gasps> summer we used to have a fresh set of cubs. All just, I have in Los Angeles is a lot of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> we There's no cute animals here. We had a fox that lives near, lived near us, oh God knows what's happened to it now, that used to go through our rubbish when we put the rubbish out. So I get in the habit of calling it um, Henley because we had um, speckled hen adverts over here, and it's just like, and that had a like a fox on it, and I just thought I'll call the owl fox Henley, so I did. Yeah, there was there was Why many not? a time, <laughs> there was many a time where I used to live actually, where I'd, I'd just look outside and just see foxes rummaging through our rubbish bin. So actually, so didn't you call your first Warcraft character Henley for a joke? I like Henley. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> moving swiftly on, moving swiftly on. <laughs> the kid's not going to be called it, but no. Oh, no, I was going to say, no, good, the first good, child, good. Henley. 
Henley, hello. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good way of saying um, congratulations to Dan, one of our listeners who's um, just had a um, son called Dexter. So that's a nice in way of putting that in there. Yeah. Yes, congratulations to him. Yeah. I don't congratulations. Two, two days ago, wasn't it? On, well, when we record this, because this is going out a week later, but on Thursday, the um, 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 22nd. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. There's that, yeah. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. <laughs> Tangent City. Tangent <laughs> City, But, you know, what you were saying, actually, about having bugs um, in LA, well, you could name one of bots, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> but they're not, like, fun bugs. They're just, like, gross. <laughs> they're just gross bugs. Right, fair enough. <laughs> you not seen a bug's life? Uh, not since my early childhood. <laughs> <laughs> No, bring back for, bring back a second one. That's what I say. That was May. That must be not years ago. I can't remember. That was years ago. Yeah, it's weird when you look when you look at CGI now and you go back to it. For example, I was watching I rewatched the Lord of the Rings and in the first one there's a CGI of a derelict castle and you can actually just see that just looks like plastic. It doesn't look real. It's it's actually really bad. <laughs> really. I've yes. watched that film because I've never watched the that. first one. It was one of the first clips when they were they're wandering through, and um, it just yeah. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch real. that and look out for it and see what you mean. I'll get back to you on that one. It's 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 weird how quickly your brain adapts to new graphics and new things, and you just don't realise how bad the old, old stuff was. Your CGI is great though. Yes. Before you have them, before we. <laughs> trying to get good. it back to where we're meant to be talking about. Like we... we only have to compete with TOS. So we're not competing yeah. with even we're not competing with Lord of the Rings or anything else. Speaking we must of which, have, though. Yeah. We must have TOS. Speaking of which, guys, actually, I wanted to um, um, say of you, have you, have you watched um, Star Trek Continues? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're good friends with a lot of the people from Star Trek Continues. Um, we have several of them on our show. <laughs> we do indeed. Oh. We, have, we, have, we have two. Two of them. Yeah. Uh, but we when we met Vic at uh, Star Trek Las Vegas, and he was very gracious. He was very nice. Yeah, I was going to say because I'm, I'm, I'm quite a big fan of Star Trek Continues as well, and I, I really I, the, the latest episode was really good. So quite because like you guys have done with your sets as well, like, like Red Shadow Diaries and Star Trek Continues. One of the things I've been really impressed with is just capturing the sort of the feel and the look of the original series. I think a lot of it too is 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 trying to go with the intention. I mean, we're a little bit different because we're parodies, so we can get away with stretching a little bit more. But it's kind of like with any, with the actors, right? Like if your intent is just to make more good track, it'll probably work out okay in the end. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Was that your your tablet, Phil? That is my tablet. Yes. (laughs) I asked what it was doing. Well, I don't know why that's that's coming through. Um, sorry. That's right, <laughs> no, not as bad as my phone last through. week. Yes. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> Someone's phone dying, which is a regular thing. Phone dying and a text. Yes. That, yeah, it's behaving phone... itself today. So yeah. That's good. Your phone died when you came to see me on Thursday, didn't you? Yeah, I like Facebook and Twitter checking. <laughs> <laughs> and she do. Yeah, friends the battery, obviously. <laughs> so um, a question for Jason have you got any other sort of secret projects on at the moment that you're, you're working on um, 
Well, the, the secret ones I can't tell you about. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Nice try, Phil. Let me, re- let me rephrase the question. We have some not-so-secret ones. Um, not we so do? Secret ones. Sure. What are the not-so-secret ones? We got, like, books and, we got like books and stuff. Oh, we're working on a graphic novel right now. Uh, we're working on a graphic novel, and we're working on a comic book miniseries right now. Um, and I'm working on a new podcast that I can't talk about yet. <laughs> um, but the one thing I can talk about is that here in a couple weeks, I will be uh, guest hosting on the CW Fan Talk for The Flash. So my, well, old, the, my the, co-host the, Tiffany the Smith series. graciously hooked me up with another gig, which was awesome. Brilliant. And that's the new the new series of the Flash, is it? Or mm-hmm. yep, yeah, yeah. CW does this thing where they allow fans on the show and like they Skype in and talk and have theories and they get to talk with like an actual uh, production member of the show, which is really cool. Ooh. Let's you don't check that out. Oh yeah, CW is the the network that does Flash. The network right? that does Flash and Arrow and like Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Someone I work with. Them it's work it's with. what it's what UPN, the United Paramount Network, the created Voyager, and the WB who created Buffy, what they merged into, and then they came this CW. Okay. So. I think we just get on Channel Four over here. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds a bit sad. This is a CW now, and I'm a bit Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we yeah, didn't want to give it a fancy yeah. name. We just gave it a number because that's what you hit on the remote. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah I'll press that button. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, still have, yeah, still have one to nine on the old remote, rather <laughs> than all these amazing thousands of channels. Yeah, so backwards. Yeah, never moving forward. <laughs> it's just trying to memorize all the different channels. I struggle with it, Menendez especially. <laughs> so, where did the idea of uh, Double Red Alert come from? It's from the episode. It's actually. In... <laughs> oh, it is. In the episode. Did you know that? Yeah. Actually? No, I didn't. I didn't. I did not know that. I, I, I actually thought that was just a parody joke. No, when, like, Jason and I will watch all the episodes together and, and we'll write little jokes or we'll make notes and stuff. And that happened, and there was no way we were not going to goldmine that for well, our own purposes. You, yeah, because it was like, where the hell did this come from? Like, you, you double, double red, red alert? alert? Like, yeah. what? You need that, like, for like, the extreme emergency. You need double red alert. Yeah. Like so, like normal red alert, like we walk fast, but double red alert, we better sprint down the damn halls. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> you just start praying to like every deity you can think of and hope. <laughs> yeah, double red alert, just cower in the corner. Like, <laughs> please don't, don't, I want to get out. I don't want to be here anymore. But no, like, yeah, that phaser happens in the episode, and 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 Kirk calls for a double red alert, and we were just like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> it turns out he's just trying to impress some girls. He's trying, Always. To, he's trying to impress Spock, actually, in that episode. Spock's a girl. Yep. <laughs> I was Spock for Halloween. Spock's a girl. <laughs> that's a, actually, that's a scary mental image. Not not of you. Sorry, not of you. As, oh, no. I just meant Scott as a... Oh, no. Don't dig yourself digging. Stop digging. Stop digging. Yep, sorry. Maybe right along. <laughs> we already dug a hole last week, but hey, never mind. Oops. Oops. He's digging a bigger one this week. Mm. <laughs> oops, oops, oops. Be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> Shh, it didn't happen. Bloopers. <laughs> didn't happen. Bloopers, bloopers. But it did happen. So have you got anything you... Um... Hmm? It did happen. You can listen to it. Okay. Um, so, is there anything you you guys want to, um, as a as a free, go out there and get on on bits that you want to be do you want to be shouting out about at all? 
Um, just the series, RetroDiaries.com, every Monday, um, new episode comes out. If you're, if, if you're one of my patrons on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N, you get to watch Monday's episode right now. Like, you get to watch all the episodes early, so... Why don't um, you plug our podcast? I'm getting there. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> um, and then we, Ashley and I do a podcast. If you can't get enough of us, uh, just visual form, you can get us in audio form. We do a podcast every week called Geek History Lesson. And it's about taking a character of pop culture and giving their entire history away. Yeah, you From start to finish. Yes, because you guys have done all sorts of different, different shows, haven't you, for that? So I've, I've tuned into a couple of your Game of Thrones ones, which is really cool. Did uh, John Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, so they were really fun to listen to, actually. The Gandalf one was interesting. We'll have to do another one when the new season comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that so? The Gandalf one was interesting. I sort of got oh, lost yeah. with that one. Just kind of, just like Jason, just kind of, have a what now? There's all this history and I didn't know it. <laughs> It just goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Well, that's the best thing about that's the best thing about our podcast. I like is that the fact that like, you know, it's allowed us and like the listeners too. But like, it's allowed us to like, you know, research characters that we don't really like. We're like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really care about Jager that much. Like, he's kind of a cool dude, the the original Flash. But like, then when you learn his entire history, you, it lets you kind of reveal that every character is interesting in their own way. You every just, character has a great story. Yeah. 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 And you just have to find it. Yeah. I, I just I just struggle trying to keep up with all the names of Gandalf. In fairness. <laughs> got different Someday names I'm depending do, on who you're I'm going to do a Silmarillion podcast and I'll make it all make sense for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Maybe we should do a podcast on on characters' names and, and the ones who have multiple names because that would just be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see if you can actually keep that going for half an hour. <laughs> oh, it it would just be like it'd just be like English history. You'd be like, <laughs> wait, but I they're take... Henry the what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll who's you Prince Hal? <laughs> I tell you what, Phil. Uh, who's stuff? Doctor Who? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, Phil. Actually, you, you're lucky you never read the Game of Thrones books because some of the, the main characters you know from the show also have different names. Like the, the chapters that the, the author does from their point of view, it's not always the character's name. So you'd get confused with all the different identities they have. And you don't realise that some of them are actually Theon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the um, Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> I've actually, got, I've actually now got signed Simon into watching now, haven't I, Si? Mm-hmm. Well, I make him watch um, Quantum Leap in oh, co- yes. in return for it. Oh so. boy! <laughs> oh, I love Quantum it's Leap. It's good. What Quantum Leap? Wait till you get to the Stephen King episode. There's a Stephen King episode. Don't yeah. tell him much. He isn't. He's only he's only seen like half of season one. Not you know, <laughs> six episodes. Well, what I, so I've said this to Sal before, but what I, I I love the show, but what I hate about it is the fact that all these characters are in one episode. You come to care about them, and then they leave, and it's just like it's called it's anthology. Yeah. It's called anthology. Yeah, is it, isn't that, that just way, a, you don't have to pay those actors as much? <laughs> isn't it just a golden rule with any TV series? As soon as you like a character, they're going to die, or going to yes. go, or they're just they're not going to be around. Pretty much, it is of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Which sorry, I, I rewatched the um, uh, the um, not not the how it should have ended. What's the the honest trailers? That's it. The honest trailers 
and I rewatched the Game of Thrones one on that today, and it's just it's right halfway through. He just starts saying, he starts talking about characters that you never remember the names of, and he, and he just he put like he, he quickly put a photo of each one, and I couldn't remember their names. It was like, oh yeah, that guy that got beheaded. Oh, that guy who died. Oh. Yeah, that guy who we don't see no more. Oh, he's the son of the... Oh, yeah, okay, I can't remember his name. So, it's all true. It's all true. You only remember about ten names. <laughs> well, it might just be me. I don't know. <laughs> Again, welcome to the... the <laughs> Richard Diaries slash Game of Friends podcast. Yes, indeed, indeed. Oh, good, good, good. Well, no, we just want to say we, we really enjoy we really enjoy having you guys on here because it's just being able to just talk to you about it. I think I think it brings that whole realism to the whole season that we're watching because, as I say, we're watching it every Monday, and you just sort of be able to ask those questions that keep popping up is, is brilliant. It makes Thank it you. makes it makes Mondays more fun, particularly and bearable, particularly if you work in Mondays. Well, well I want <laughs> I want to I want to hear I want to ask a question to all three of you if, if, we're, right. if we're getting close to, to wrapping up. What do you like about season two better than season one? Like what? what Please it, say something. Yeah. What? What in our? What in our? You've seen six episodes. That's a that's a quarter of the new season. What do you like in the new? Is, do you like the tone? Do you like a certain episode? The new set? Like what? What is it? What's the one thing that stands out to you or that you really dig about this season compared to season one? Um, I can't work out where it's going, and I like that, and I love the CGI. I think it's brilliant. You can, stra- stra- there, is, there is overarching narrative, so it's going. It is going somewhere. You can. So it's just the. It's just the. It's the whole difference to it. It's just you get, like I said, you get transported into it this time, rather than just seeing the, the screen. This time you're seeing what's happening elsewhere, so it makes it more sort of real and transport you. Tra- you, you feel like you're there and you are watching the log, rather than oh, here she is again on on this this screen on my phone. So if, if that's the feedback for me, then yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been I, transported into the story. I think for me, it's actually I'd say it's the characterisation of Vincent Williams. You know, he said you find out. I said you find out she's got a father. You find out about her sister. And I think that's really good because I've I've always liked good character development. So I think and her in particular said you said going onto the bridge and her going on her first away mission and mm-hmm. and having all these challenges, which is you know I said going to change her as a as a person. And I I think. I think that's for me. That's probably the most impressive thing about season two so far. Well, that's awesome because yeah. we definitely like. We realize that like in season one, she's just a cipher. Like she's not a real character. And in this season, like we really made sure that we were like she has to be a real person. With yeah, changes. and it's, yeah, yeah, it's good because you said things like that. It happened. It happened, and and sort of the way you guys have done it so far, it feels very organic and natural. It's not just chucked in there for oh, yeah it's not just oh here's another star trek thing that is always about this is star trek star trek is actually the whole package of it the comedy yeah. to it it's just brilliant thank you about you sir a mixture of the two really just kind of you see progression since season one and you actually get to see the character of Ensign williams develop so she was very vanilla in season one and you actually get to build on what was seen before but you also refer back to it so that you kind of go, go on, go and have a look at it. It's, you know, it's just, again, it's the whole thing of having a backstory that you can actually, you know, when you start something, you've got to start off fresh and introduce stuff. So it was kind of season one introductionary and season two is very much, they are, now we can actually get down to the proper stuff. We can actually get down yeah. to 
That, that kind of strengthens her character, though, because in her character, like you said, she is a bit unknown. She's not so popular. So you're still trying to find her feet anyway. So the viewers are trying to find the feet as she, as at the same time she is. And it just, again, it makes that that, that nice little package. And it's brilliant. I love yeah, it. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going on about the Red Show Diaries till, till, <laughs> till, I, till I stop. Yeah. Well, actually, another thought that just came to my mind about Entenman's character is she's also very relatable because we all, at some point in our life, have gone through obstacles and challenges in, in trying to find our feet in the world. So, and I think in that respect, it's uh, anyone can sort of relate to that, I think. So that's another thing I'd say, which is really good as well. Cool. Thanks, guys. You guys I want to awesome. pull quote all of that for the DVD box. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you put quoted by the Engaged Podcast and, you know, 10 out of 10. That'd be nice. <laughs> cool. Black, 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 black. <laughs> That's your word of the week, isn't it, Phil? That is my word. That is my word. <laughs> and just for that, I will tell you something that we haven't told any other podcast. In a future episode, actually a couple weeks away, you will see Ensign Williams. You can probably figure out what episode it is pretty easily. Uh, Ensign Williams will be put on trial and possibly for commission. Cut Marshall. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to get one, and that's it. Another fantastic episode of, uh, of season one of TOS. Yep. Well, we decided that there are so many trials on Star Trek that we were going to see a trial as well. And, and so there is a trial in the quarters of Vincent Williams. We get real friendly. Yep. <laughs> a little bit close. You should do Attack of the Pancakes. Um, let's say maybe we do. Ooh. It's not. It's not. It's not just going to be a pavement pizza, then. <laughs> Isn't it though? Isn't it? <laughs> oh dear, Phil. Well, no, good. Well, that's that's this. Oh, mm, special <laughs> for us. No, 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 no. And now Ashley and Jason have now gone off because we have gone mad. <laughs> We just start talking gibberish. Yes. Star? Well, again. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, I haven't understood again. a word Simon said all evening, but yeah. <laughs> again, Jason's picture. Stop, guys, stop. I just, I'm just trying to recover from my um, not wanting to visualise joke, which didn't kind of work. Oh, Phil. Move on, <laughs> Phil. Move on. Yeah. yeah. I've forgotten about that, Phil, until you brought it up again. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not good, not good. I, I also wanted to quickly bring up that it was nice that you uh, dedicated the, the season two to um, Leonard Nimoy and uh, Grace Lee Whitney as well. I thought that was a really nice touch. Well, how could we not? <laughs> you know, the funny thing about it is actually I, we weren't going to do that. And then the week before our series premiere, Grace Lee Whitney died. And, I, yeah. and, then I was, and since Yeoman Rand appeared... In our first episode, I was like, "Man, we need, we totally need, we have to do this." Cat uh, Roberts actually texted me, and she's the one who uh, told me that Gracie Whitney had passed. And I was like, "Well, now it's your job to carry on the legacy. No pressure." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought that was just for you, just a really nice thing to do. So when I watched it, I was just, it was just lovely. So you got to give respect to, to 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 who you're basically ripping off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As long as you give them respect, there's no comebacks. It's fine. <laughs> they won't sue us. 
Actually, there's one thing I haven't asked, which I think is very important. How big is that coffee mug that you drink from in the second episode? <laughs> the... It's actually huge. It's not, it's not that big. Um... It's the size of your face. <laughs> okay, so that's... That's a that's a I'm a hardcore Deep Space Nine fan and so is Jason and we had been rewatching it when we were writing season two and they all drink Ractagino, which is Klingon coffee, and it all comes in a cup that is shaped like that. And we tried really, really hard to find them, but they all have these weird designs printed on them because they're like these mariner cups from the east coast no of... no no, no. Uh, they so in, in the show they're light blue yeah and it's in the same style yeah. and we found out that they were made because we, we tracked them down they're like the fisherman's cups yeah and they're made by a company in germany oh, and, that's right and the production d space nine bought these cups and then like painted them blue and so we were like cool we can do that too and we we found the cups <laughs> that and we found one that had the federation emblem on it well no 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 we found the original cups that they actually used and we were like we can buy them and and paint them blue but they have these weird designs on them this weird like yeah like like chickens and fish and stuff like that and they wanted to charge like 120 a cup oh yeah they were expensive and we were like we can't justify 120 dollars on a singular cup so we eventually just went to the star trek store (laughs) and ebay and found a blue one that had the federation symbol on it and we're like cool it works oh there you go um (laughs) but the bottom of it the bottom of that cup is really big but it tapers off at the top so uh, it actually okay. only holds like three quarters of a cup of liquid. <laughs> you, you don't get that much out of that cup. It's just really it, it flares out, so it's really wide at the bottom. So it's quality. It's, it's quality over quantity then. Yeah, and it was also full of water. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I asked that. It was I'm, I'm, I'm going through my notes, and I thought there's one question I haven't asked, and it it, it was it was burning me, and I was just thinking oh, coffee cup. Yes, must ask. This is a weird tangent we can go down. Yeah, sorry about the the randomness there. (laughs) No worries. So, depending on how season two goes, are we like to see an Indiegogo for season three? If we do season three, probably. Um, (laughs) If we we do it. I don't know. Um, We haven't actually... Jason's the person in charge. (laughs) We we have to get through season two first. Uh, There's so much of season two that I haven't even finished. Well, Um, how... Well, how, from your end, how well do you think the the quarter that we've had so far has gone? I think it makes sense. Um, it's it's gone all right. Um, you know, I could always do better. Um, oh, the first episode did really. Do better. Yeah, the first, do re- the first episode did really well. Um, it's it's weird to see what ones people really respond to and what ones don't. The what? ones that are based on really iconic episodes always do always do better. Like Balance of Terror, like shot through the roof, but then like Conscious yeah. of the King is like you acted like it, if you go off a few count, it's kind of like nobody wanted to watch that one. So it's like, all right, weird. I think it's a good one, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> are there um, are there any that that you thought were absolute crackers and then they've just sort of not gone as much hard as you want, or, or or the other way around? Uh, it's we have. We did. We shot Shore Leave with the intention of it being a really easy episode, which is the one where it's uh, it's me and Uhura in my quarters, and it's really awkward for the entire episode. Stop. And it was really funny on. <laughs> it was really funny when we shot it, and then we weren't quite sure if that translated uh, to when you're experiencing it, you know, through a computer screen. But that one has gotten a lot of really positive response. And when we had our screening here in Hollywood. 
it was the one that got the most laughs. So I would say that most of the response that we get is like, oh, this one turned out way better than we thought it would. But even our, and, and Jason has said this before, even our weakest episode in season two, and I don't think we have an especially weak one, mm-hmm. um, is better than our best episode of season one. Oh. Just because we had so much more, so many more options and so much more to play with, with the budget that we had. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which makes a lot of sense, in fairness. But no, that, that episode uh, 50, 15... I was surely about just yeah. I think it mimics a lot of people going on holiday now. So like in six weeks holiday, which is I suppose your equivalent to spring break. You know, it's, it's sometimes you get to the point don't want to do anything, so stop, bored, well, the, so long. The whole, like, yeah, exactly. And the whole idea about it was that you know if you're on the enterprise, and that's the thing I like about Retro Diaries that like you have to look at sometimes like the original series will do the fantastic adventures and Kirk gets to fire the alien and, 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 and bag the alien babe. And, and we, and we save the universe, but like, there's like, you know, 80 other people on that ship or I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but um, that have to keep the ship running. And so on a shore leave mission, people would get left behind and it's like, okay, what do you do? What do you do on the enterprise when you're not the people that get to go to the cool planet? Yeah. When you can, and when you can't do anything, when your job is just to make sure that it doesn't fall out of the sky, like you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Yeah. And the TOS enterprise doesn't have a holodeck. Doesn't have a great, we saw the rec room. You just wrestle a big guy named Sam, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and the rec room, if you get tired of, you know, um, Spock's liar and Uhura singing, That'd be a pretty annoying place to be. Yeah. You could always do a fan dance. Yeah, exactly. But 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 still, like eventually, after seeing it like the third time, you'd be like, "All right, well, I guess I'm going back to my quarters." You still got to see that fan dance, Phil. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but no, it's, again, it, it's thinking outside the box, which is brilliant. Like, because it, it's something you, you just don't think about. Because I suppose you get lost in the story, and you're watching Kirk, and yeah, there, like you say, there is eighty, ninety, hundred, whoever they are, people just. Twiddling their thumbs. <laughs> oh, blooming hell, the captain's gone off again. Oh, okay, he's going to get the girl. It's life threatening, the situation. Bored. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and imagine being that person, like the person down, like there, there's one episode where you see Riley at like phaser control. I think it's Conscious of the King. And he's just, so he's the guy that's sitting at this console waiting for the call from the bridge, for the bridge just to be like, fire. And then he presses a button. Now, why they didn't design it to where like you press the fire button on the bridge, I don't know. But he's a guy whose whole job is to just wait for a call that says fire to press the big red button. Now, you can imagine when they're not in a fight, he's probably pretty damn bored. <laughs> so it, They've got a smartphone, have they? I suppose they've got a tablet to play around with. Yeah, you know, but, but, like you're, but if you're on duty, you can't read that tablet. You've got to wait for the call. And so, like, it's like thinking about stuff like that. Like that—that's the kind of stuff that, like, always that really appeals to me because you're just like, okay, what do you? Yeah, like, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> how do you, how do you brainstorm something like that? Do you just it just comes to you randomly while you I don't know you're having a shave or something, or is it just you're all sitting there till whatever o'clock at night? It always it always comes from the episode. All the ideas for Retro Diaries all come from us. Um, from watching the episode because we'll watch the episode and then right after it we would brainstorm and so all these things are just like what the hell would they do or what the hell is this or why did Sulu get a gun and shore leave as his like fantasy yeah a lot of it is extrapolated (laughs) from what they did like there's a lot of there's a lot of comedy gold by today's standards when you look back at at something that was made in the 50s 60s 70s whatever just because 
they're working under constraints, but then it's interesting because we're working under our own constraints. And sometimes that does inform how far we're going to go with something or if we're going to include a character because we can't have Jason in every episode. But your voice is in every episode so far. Yep. But then you like you say you can strength you can stretch and bend the truth ever so slightly because it is it is a parody that gives you that flexibility which is lovely I suppose yeah well it, stuck. exactly well here I'll give you I'll give you another taste it's stuff like that it's um, we got an episode that's coming up called Tomorrow's Yesterday if you know the episode Tomorrow's Yesterday you know that they go back into they go to 1969 right um, a lot of the ship is the pilot the pilots on the ship just kind of running around. And then eventually they 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 beam down to the only Kirk and Sulu beam down to the Air Force base and take the files. So you're kind of like, okay, well, for everybody except for the senior crew or the people that met, uh, I believe his name was Christopher, Christopher, the pilot. Yeah, Captain Christopher. Yeah, Captain Christopher. It was probably a pretty normal day on the Enterprise. Like again, they were just you know making sure the Enterprise runs. Um, but if it was your day off, okay, and say you turn on your computer and you're trying to access the Starfleet, like, internet database, you know, to watch your movie or do your whatever. Well, you couldn't connect to it. What would you pick up? Hmm, well, there was a lot of 1960s television on during the time. So maybe <laughs> yes. you, would watch, you would start watching that. And as a person from in the future, you'd probably be like, what the hell is with this weird genie that, keeps, <laughs> that like, keeps giving wishes to this guy? Or what is with this weird family that snaps their fingers a lot? What is going on here? You wouldn't understand television. You'd be fascinated. You'd be almost like yes. um, I can't. Is it Space Seed? Where you not Space Seed? Where you've got those those three people from the from the nineteen wherever it is coming back and that oh, guy. Oh, well, the early TNG episode. Yeah, yeah. Neutral yeah. Zone. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I just want, turned wanted, on this TV. Wanted to, um, to check his stock records and speak to his stockbroker, and it's like uh, I having mean, to, be told. to be fair in Space Seed, they do say that Khan is from the nineteen nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay. so that's so that's the idea. Like, so our whole episode of Tomorrow is Yesterday is Ensign Williams discovers 1960s television, <laughs> and it's her commentary on it. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, I can't see that. <laughs> Which will, I suppose, be aired by the time we get this out. I guess. No, you're yes. having a hiatus. It'll it'll still be a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look out for that, folks. Definitely, I've written yeah. that down. Yeah, I'm sure about that Dan, I was off again. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Well, it's been really informative, actually. I've, I've, um, I've, I've asked everything I want to ask. Have you guys, uh, Jamie, Simon, do you anything else? No, I think that's it. Uh, and I think from, I think that episode will go out. I think a couple of weeks' time from when this goes out. Cool. Two weeks. So we gave you a two, three weeks. <laughs> exclusive. We got to look ahead. We got, we got, we got almost three exclusives with Simon almost getting it. Good. You, go, you guys gave us a crystal ball and we're able to see into the future what's coming up. <laughs> You're like, it's it's so red in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's so red I can see season five. Um, right. <laughs> well, actually, where does the TNG uniforms fit in? They are, that's a good one to end on. Yes. I will not tell you exactly how they fit in. I, but I, I wouldn't expect you, so. But... <laughs> I, I will tell you what episode you will see the TNG uniform in. And that is the city on the edge of forever. Ooh. Um, and, and I will add that 
Ensign Williams might not be the only TNG uniform that you see. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite thing we did. Oh, okay. Okay. There, there. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, here we go. This is probably the coolest tease we'll give you. There is a cameo from a next generation character. Oh. That's good. That's a, duh. We've not told anybody. We've, we haven't told anybody else that. Rocket going on the prowl. A TNG char- character makes a cameo in the Retro Diaries. How you doing? <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> it will be, uh, and, all three of us, and all three of us are now simultaneously thinking, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yep. <laughs> well, I think you have to wait till January. Yeah, that's January. Too long to wait. I'll Christmas tell you what, off air, off air, just... <laughs> yeah. Just whisper it in our ear. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you off air, yeah, as long as you promise to keep a cigarette. <gasps> <laughs> okay, we might want to tell Jamie and Simon, because I'm a blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, it's been lovely having you guys. It really has. It is, yeah, it's an absolute gem, as always. Where can they find you? Yes. That's always a good way to end and things. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N, which is the same spelling for the YouTube channel, which you can find in the Retro Diaries. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Ashley V. Robinson. You can find all things Redshirt Diaries at theredshirtdiaries.com. And they're also on our Follow Friday list and on our Facebook Like Friday as well. So just go there as well and you'll find it that route as well. And if you like bats, just search Ashley V. Robinson and you'll get lots of bats. Yep, that's true. And, and, and the occasional fox. Oh, and I promise to send you those videos I told you about from uh, in the uh, my, my back garden, so I'll send those to you as well. Please do. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been lovely having you on, guys. Thank you so much for coming back on again. Thank you guys for having us. Definitely You're welcome. Have to do it again soon, so. As always, guys, thank you for listening. I've been Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. No, Phil, you meant to finish. I thought they were going to say that. And uh, thank you very much for our guests. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. We did this last time. <laughs> we did, that was a year ago, Phil. We did this last time. <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> actually... Yay! Right, we try this again. Try this again. As always, I've been Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. I've been maybe Jason. I've been probably Ashley. Another <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> blue. And we'll, we'll we'll see you all again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.